Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two voices. No turning back now. Together to save Utah and the U.S. It's three compelling hours of analysis, debate, and laughter. Wingman Wednesday with Ron Arquette and Greg Hughes. Now on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. You know, I don't, I, I don't even know where to start this show today, because there has been so much breaking news in just the last hour. I, I know, I know. I'm telling you right now that we get this whole. We start in the morning, folks. We start in the morning with a pre-show prep. Okay? We're all we get, planned. And then, and then the news just throughout the day today. Out. Everything like a, going on today. Like a Gatling gun. There's no. Man. I mean. We got a lot. I mean, Christ, Christy is out. He's well, yeah, he's out, and that's that's he, good that he finally is like he's self aware. He I was, think he's getting some self aware. He was caught on a hot mic saying a few interesting things that we'll share with you yes. here in just a minute. Nick Saban is out. Yeah, how many? You said how many? Seven national, national championships. This guy has won. He must have cheated. How do you get seven? Wow. That's well, he lot. got you know he got a lot of great players. <laughs> I mean, did. look how many players went into the NFL through Alabama. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, wow. He's, yeah, wow. Yep. Uh, Hunter Biden. Legend. Hunter Biden basically gave the finger to Congress today. He so he avoids the subpoena. <laughs> goes on the steps of the of Congress back in the, when he was subpoenaed yeah. to appear before Congress or um or whatever they call it, subpoena whatever. Yeah. But now he wasn't even invited. He, he just, just shows showed up. He just yeah. kicks the door yeah. and yeah. wants to sit down there and gum and it then up. he walked out. And then they st- yes, yeah. and then he just storms out. Yeah, he storms just storms out. out. Yeah, yeah. And boy, yeah, yeah. there were some great questions. Hats off to whoever those reporters were of the questions I've heard. Yeah, yeah. We will one share, really good folks, because there's some really good questions <laughs> of which I don't think Hunter Biden was prepared for. No, I don't know. In no. his briefing, you know, I don't think he got ready for them. I don't think so. Well, we've got a lot to get to today. It's great to be with you on this Wednesday. Did you survive the storm last night coming in? I did. Did you I, get hit? E-Ray said it took him an hour to get home. I, I know. I so I was I had to go to a function and it was like a whiteout going to it and then we I got there about five, I don't know six o'clock but by the time I came out there was snow everywhere but I was yeah but uh, you were okay I was okay yeah, yeah. yeah. So was I it one of these hoity toity things that you always always not hoity toity but it was a legislative event oh was so, it uh, yeah. you know I like to get back with the old crew sometimes yeah. see them you know that, do they I still like you yeah some of them and some of them <laughs> all right now um, this a little bit later on in the show. You know, Donald Trump facing, what, 91, 92 felony counts, right? A million. Some, some of them coming out of that RICO case in Georgia. 
There is a story coming out of Georgia on this, and I, I talked about it yesterday. I'm surprised the media hasn't taken up on this, but this story out of Georgia with Fannie Willis, I mean, they're getting their fanny handed to them down there in Georgia because of her shenanigans down there. I, I am telling you, of course I know why the media doesn't cover this, because it completely calls into question her integrity and what in the world this uh, this this uh, attorney's doing. Is she a county attorney? Is that what she is? is no, she's she, district attorney. Yeah, a district, I think a dist- district county. District for attorney. County. Yeah, I'm not sure or how they do it in Georgia. The President of the United States, yeah. But it is amateur hour. Her conduct is unethical. And the things that she's done, and we'll get into this later in the program, I, I promise you folks that if this happened uh, in the roles were reversed and this was a Republican oh. going after a Democrat president, it would be over and it had been over a long time ago. This yeah. is stuff that's not going to fly. I think even in Democrat circles. So we'll talk about it because it's 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 serious stuff, and no one else wants to talk yeah. about it. And one other thing we'll get to that I you you were so passionate in our pre-call this morning on this show about this guy in California, lawmaker who wants to ban tackle football for any kids under the age of twelve. I, over my dead body, I will fight that. I will fight that to but tooth and coach. nail. You you coached your kids, so I got to be accurate. I was an assistant coach slash water boy. Okay, hydration is important for these young ladies. Probably more water boy than assistant yeah. coach. So, but. but I've been part of that. I was with my son as he was nine, ten, eleven, twelve years old. I mean, mm-hmm. as he grew up, it was it's one of the great highlights of being a parent for me and seeing these young men. And you know, it's adversity at an early age in, in football. I mean, yeah, it hurts, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And to see him like not look at their mom and start to cry and start to man up and start to it's why we're the lone superpower rod of the world is is football. Of football? Uh, oh, absolutely. Okay, okay. It's football that's got us there. You can do a lot of things from there, but you cannot get rid of Gremlin football. If you do See you later. Yeah, and it's, it's done. They, my kids participated too, and they were always fun to watch. I mean, these it. little guys, ha- half the time the helmets were bigger than their heads. Look, if you're ever going to have kids play, pe- my, kid, my son play was never now. big enough to yeah, play in high yeah. school. But you know what? They're so light and they're so young. They're not going to get hurt at no, that age. That's no, the age if you're going to put some pads on, yeah. go have some fun. Well, we'll talk about that and get your reaction to that. I, there are a lot of people who get involved. Like you were saying, Greg, a lot of moms and dads and you know people getting involved in Little League football. Oh, and now a guy a in California event. wants to ban it. Of course they do in California. All right, let's get to the a breaking story today. A few minutes before we went on the air, Chris Christie announced he's done. He's out. Surprise. Yeah, uh, yeah for a lot of us, we never thought he was in. For yeah, real. We never true. took that's him seriously <laughs> that he, this guy was actually a real candidate. He was just a curmudgeon and, a, and bloviates at every opportunity. But he's finally gained some self-awareness and knows that he's a laughing stock. And so... I guess CNN doesn't want to pay him to talk anymore, or he yeah. wants to get paid to talk. I don't yeah. know what. Yeah. Well, he got out, but before he went on stage announcing he was leaving, he got caught in a couple of hot mic moments. Christy can't shut up. No. Kenny, he, he just can't. can't shut up. Well, basically, before he went on stage, he blasted Nikki Haley, saying, quote, she's not up to this, and she's going to get smoked. <laughs> That's what he said. And then he said Ron DeSantis is petrified. Yeah. In this race. From the so. guy who's never registered on any Richter scale yeah. outside of MSNBC and CNN. Yeah. yeah. Now, but I'm not sticking up for those other cans. I'm saying he should talk. This guy yeah. This guy has got no well, room to I, talk I, on viability. And I really think, in a way, this probably helps Haley in New Hampshire. She'll yeah. get a little bit closer to Trump, I, I think, in New Hampshire. Yeah, because Christie was pulling at about 12%. Yeah, yeah. So she'll get, she'll get, she'll get some done. Now, talk about political theater. So the House has been trying to get a hold of Hunter Biden, right? <laughs> Subpoenas and everything else, and he's not showing up. So today they're going to hold, they're holding the hearing, the process, continuing the process, and guess who showed up? Hunter Biden. It's so bizarre. It is so Isn't bizarre that, that this guy is ducking Congress at every turn and, and then just he shows, shows up. up unannounced for this hearing. He shows up. He's sitting and, in the crowd. And it ignited chaos 
in this room. I mean, I want you to hear. Here are a couple of comments. This, first of all, is Nancy Mace. Now, she, she's from South Carolina, right? Uh, Republican yes. from South Carolina. Yes. She She's decided that since he showed up, she was going to rip into him. Listen to this. My first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? <laughs> That's my first question. Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege. Coming into the oversight committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and... Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman... If the gentle lady Let's wants to hear from things. Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. And Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from I'm Hunter speaking. Biden. What are, are you afraid of? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Did you keep interrupting me? Are women allowed to speak in here? Wow. You know what I love? I love Having come from a legislative branch where it actually works, we don't use Mason rules of order. No, we use Mason, not Robert's rules. But they don't know what they're doing because they never have rural hearings there. So no one really knows how to keep that thing running right. When there was a – I thought there could have been a point of order when she used a word yeah. to describe the male yeah, you yeah, know, anatomy. Yeah, package. You could say that's out of order uh, in terms of decorum. But he didn't go there. He says – I mean he just glazes yeah. right over that line and goes to – let's have let's have Hunter yeah. Biden speak. I, it was so bizarre. And you know that's planned. So I don't even know sure. what the goal was. Well, here's Mace talking about contempt against Hunter Biden. I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now because it wasn't long ago, too, my friends on the other side of the aisle – um, that you also believed in the, the power of a congressional subpoena. Not long ago at all, you believed in holding those who refused to comply with a congressional subpoena accountable. So that sparked another controversy. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene, who can be a bit of a firebrand, yes. it was her turn to talk to Hunter. But when her <laughs> name was called, he got up and left. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, Apparently oh, you're afraid of my words. Going? Oh. <laughs> I would call this more of a circus oh. element. Uh, yeah. I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Wow, that's too bad. <laughs> Mocking Hunter, man. Tough day for Hunter. It got worse for Hunter. You ready for this? <laughs> so Hunter gets up and leaves the, the committee hearing while it's in session, right? Gets mm-hmm. out in the hall. He's surrounded by reporters asking him all kinds of questions. This may have been the best question of the day. questions what's your favorite type of crack didn't know there were types of crack i didn't know crack. there were types of crack and i didn't know that either are you on crack today yeah those are very you know the, we want to know could he answer those Man. questions and he just kept on walking and it was hilarious today talking they didn't accomplish anything no. but it is kind of entertaining but and he had to expect i i think i don't know if his old man is awake or if he's aware of what's going on but i Probably don't know not. that that's a proud moment for him i don't know what they think they're accomplishing yeah. by doing that um when you have a subpoena to be deposed by Congress and you defy it outright, but then you want to come to a, a hearing, it's pretty brazen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what, what they it thought just was going to happen there. Just showed up. And the, but they didn't pull punches. Those members of Congress, boys, they were... They were. <laughs> they went after him. Yeah. They went after him. All right. A lot to get to today. We're just getting started. <laughs> it is Wingman Wednesday right here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS.
All right, welcome back. It is uh, Wingman Wednesday here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Rod Arquette along with... Citizen Greg Hughes. A lot going on politically. Donald Trump, this is going to be interesting to watch tonight. A town hall meeting with Donald Trump in Iowa tonight. And this is the first time he's had one of these where he's taking questions from uh, viewers and those who are attending that tonight. It's going to be interesting tonight. It's his wheelhouse. I mean, it's, yeah, he's he going to do. He's going to do just fine. Yeah, he he, he loves that kind of he stuff. He sure does, and yeah, he's really yeah, good on his yeah, feet. So yeah. that's that. He'll he will shine. You know, we were talking earlier about um, the Biden campaign right now. I mean, they're in serious trouble, right, Greg? They are. Now, usually, candidates who are in trouble are looking, you know, to change direction or to pivot, do something. They aren't doing that. I, I've thought about this all day, and I look forward to Wingman Wednesday today to throw this out to the smartest and greatest listening audience in all the land because something is going on here, folks, that I've never seen in campaigns and elections, and not that I'm the, the, the authority on all Master, of it, but I've been yeah. around. I mean, well, my first election push. is 1988 in the Pennsylvania, yeah. George Bo- Herbert Walker yeah. Bush versus Dukakis yeah. race. I've been doing a little bit. Yeah. It is, to your point, Rod, it is the case that if you want to get elected and you are on the wrong side of polls, of issues, if you're looking out there and trying to get the temperature of where the public are at and you're and they are not supportive of what you're doing, there is, without regard to political party, there is a pivot. Mm-hmm. There is a pivot to get right with the people that you're looking to earn their support. Example, 1994, Clinton gets elected in 1992. In 94, Republicans take the House for the first time, the House of Representatives, first time in 40 years. Yeah. Newt Gingrich becomes the, the Speaker of the House. What does Bill Clinton do? He gets up the next day of the union to declare the the era of big government is over. Yeah, he, he pivoted, man. He goes and he teams up with uh, with Newt Gingrich on welfare reform that came out of Wisconsin with Governor Tommy Thompson. He cuts taxes. I mean, they, they balance a budget. They balance the budget. You saw him pivot because he had an election in two years. I do not understand when I stare at, at poll numbers here on Real Clear Politic. When I see he's got an approval, President Biden's got an approval rating in the thirties. Okay which is historically low. Um, wrong direction. Those polled uh, across this country, 67% are saying this country's, and I would be, add my name to that, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, wrong direction. He, I, it, it is bad. In Michigan of all places, on a head-to-head with Donald Trump in blue, blue Michigan, you've got, uh, you've got him with an 8% ad- poll lead which he's never had in 16 or 20 he's eight points ahead of of biden in michigan if you add a third party candidate or third party candidates his lead over trump's lead over biden grows to 12 percent so my big question is and then you see things like you the governor the blue you know the most liberal democrat governor uh governor uh uh Shapiro from uh, Pennsylvania. When they the yeah, Biden talking about removing the the, uh, the to, Penn statue, wants yeah. to remove William Penn from his home, yeah, and the, is, they made it a national park. And the governor from the Democrat governor tells the Biden administration, "The heck you are! Yeah. I don't know if you know the name of the state, but it's Pennsylvania. Yeah, You're yeah. not moving but, uh, William Penn off of this property. Yeah. Um, he's even distancing himself from this national party. Uh, Fetterman's doing the same thing on on Melendez and or Menendez and, and on the Mid East and on the Mid East. Yeah, he's done it on you're, the Mid East as well. Yeah. And, and and dependably blue states, the governor of Pennsylvania, Fetterman of all people, they are distancing themselves from this national party. And I don't see a pivot from the. They are just Biden and his administration are just doubling down. So my question is: it that that by hook or crook they don't care who votes because they know who counts, mm-hmm. or is this just the most? The greatest collective of inc- collection of incompetent, tone deaf, insane leftists to ever run this country, where they don't know up from down. Which is it? 
I, you know, I, 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 I'm with you. I think they got something cooking underneath. I, I'm not sure I'm what tell it you is. What, if, They're looking at the votes. We're going to have this all over again. I, I, I'm with you. I, they have. Here's a classic example. What is one of Biden's key issues right now? Climate, climate. change, right? Climate change. A survey out yesterday showed only three percent of those surveyed care about the climate right now. Three percent, Greg, uh, are concerned about climate change. They're concerned about their wallets and about the economy and the security of the country. But you don't hear Joe Biden talking about that at all. You don't have him looking at the border. He you can't. don't look at the inflation that keeps growing and, and, and pricing everything out of out of the grocery stores and out of the. I mean, we American people that taking fuel costs and everything. And I'm just telling you, I don't see as you should see. A pivot from this candidate or this administration towards the American people at all. Uh, he, they are just not. And you know that climate controls people control. If you don't have India and, and China participating in any kind of global anything, climate, mm-hmm. you're wasting your time and everybody knows it. Yeah. Why are you taking away people's dishwashers? And by the way, washing machines, which a federal court judge just told the Biden you administration can't they that. can't you do. Can't just, do this yeah, just came yeah, out. That yeah. story just came out. Literally, you have federal judges having to protect people with their dishwashers and washing machines from this administration. They aren't pausing. They aren't blinking. Something's up. I am telling you, I know nothing about campaigns and elections that says that you continue down a path that they are without knowing you're going to lose. If they think they're going to win, something's wrong here. Something is amiss. And that's. I, I, can I give you my, my take on that? Yeah. Obama. Yeah. I, I, I don't trust the guy. All his little surrogates are acting as Geppettos yep. in that White House, controlling everything Joe Biden does. And I just, the, the Bidens and that, who is it, Mark Elias or whoever was a close friend of the Clintons, yeah. and this, this, they're cooking up something. And, it, and, if and it's I'm Michelle not sure Obama, what it is. I got to tell you, if it's Michelle Obama running, we're in trouble because um, I think she can win. Oh, I, 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 I have uh, said this. <laughs> everyone says, oh, Rod, you're an idiot. Let me tell you what. She could unite the Democrats like... I, I, other than maybe her husband, and he can't run anymore, thank goodness. Uh, she could unite the Democratic Party like no other candidate out there right now, in my I, opinion. I, and I do, and I think even the I think the unaffiliateds can find her uh, her rhetoric appealing. I, she was a popular first lady. I ro- worry about her. I think Gavin Newsom's another one that's a tough candidate, but I think Michelle Obama is more formidable than even yeah, Gavin Newsom. Yeah. I worry that they're the one of those two are going to run, but I I. I don't understand how you can continue with these policies, and you see this, the south of the border, you see this, this is why this Mayorkas impeachment, which we'll get into later in the program, is is hitting every, even Democrats in blue states are, are screaming yeah. at this administration and of what's going care. on. They don't care. They don't care. And they're Amazing. not slowing down. Uh, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I, I mentioned this at the beginning. One of my concerns I have heading in 2024, if Donald Trump wins in November, I think all hell is going to break loose in this country. I think it breaks I, I, loose I, if a Republican were to really, somehow either, win. Either way, we'll talk about us. that. More coming up. It's Wingman Wednesday right here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. It is Wingman Wednesday here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you'll know. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Rod Arquette along with... Citizen Greg Hughes. Talking about the uh, uh, Biden campaign. Why are they not changing their tune when they're in so much trouble? So I mentioned a poll, Rod, in Michigan. So this wasn't some conservative poll. This was reported by the news, the news, uh, the the journalists in in Michigan and in Detroit. And this is a local uh, 
affiliate in Detroit reporting these poll results. This is the part that's shocking, and this is a bellwether for the country, okay? As long as there's been polls and that they've been reporting them to the people that live in Michigan, it marks the lowest a major public office holder in modern Michigan political history has ever scored. They've never seen. Really? They've never seen poll numbers this low for a, a major office public office holder. So, but... It doesn't seem to scare them. They yeah. just keep going. Same route, same way, same tone, same, you know, they got vim and vigor in their voices. They completely offend America. 67% of the American people, in spite of a regime media that says that Biden can do no wrong, say this country's heading in the wrong direction. What are they doing? Yeah. What? Yeah. Nothing. They're doing anything. They're, they're staying the course. So, and, and, and the, 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 apparently this is what Obama has told Biden Attack, 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 attack. And they're attacking Donald Trump. And that's what they're going to run that's on. That's what they're, they're going to run on. They can't. They, they, yeah. Yeah. Did you did you see or catch any part of Biden's speech at Valley Forge last Friday? I, I avoid such moments, but <laughs> I've, I've seen some coverage. I've uh-huh. heard some commentary, but I would never actually put myself through that moment but yeah, yeah, yeah. i know he's i know it was, wasn't it his campaign kickoff it was his campaign kickoff yeah. and he and he attacked and he attacked and he attacked yeah. well dennis prager someone i know you've heard dennis speak yes. before yes he came to utah he came to the washington county lincoln day dinner a number of years ago and i mean the place was so moved i mean every, there, you could hear a pin drop while this man was speaking standing ovation i learned a lot about him i liked him and his radio commentary and things but i really respect dennis well prager. he wrote a great article in american greatness kind of breaking down Biden's speech. And he says, basically, in every way, and I want to see if you agree with this, Joe Biden has made America worse. Yep. Would you Would you agree? I mean, and I, he lists him. He says he has terribly damaged the economy. Yes. Okay. Increasing an already unsustainable national debt. He has hurt America and Israel by enriching the Iranian regime. Yes. True. Uh, why didn't Russia invade Ukraine while Trump was in office? Because Putin was afraid of Trump. That's right. Not of that. Peace through strength. He's done terrible damage. Boy, I agree with this one. With the most important freedom we have in this country today, freedom of speech. Yeah. You know, he has done that. Censorship has been shocking. He has created the first set of political prisoners in American history. (laughs) The J6ers. Amazing. Weaponizing the DOJ. Done that. Uh, From his first day in office, he has stoked racial tension in America. And that speech he gave a couple of days later at the Church Emanuel there in South Carolina, he did it again. He did it again, what, Greg. What is so shocking is in that speech, I'm just reading a report of it, it said that... Um, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, 
he said something about where is it? It's on that day we almost lost it all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, he says that it, it, that day, January sixth, a day forever, uh, a day forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America, Ooh. lost it all. I mean, the hyperbole. I think hyperbole would be offended that that was called hyperbole because it's way over the top of yeah. hyperbole. Yeah. It is so un, I, it is so ridiculous to think that this country somehow teetered on 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 what happened on that day. I, how about the Capitol Hill autonomous zones in the summer, yeah. spring, and yeah. summer, yeah. and throughout twenty? Yeah. Capitol Hill autonomous zones, which people said we we are subject to no federal, state, or local laws. We are our own sovereign chaz mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds pretty insurrectionist to me. Yeah, doesn't sound like you're recognizing any formal government sure in there. And there was there were homicides yep, inside yep. those Chaz zones during the year. Never heard the word insurrection. No. Never heard any of this feigning. I heard they were brave. I mean, the left kept saying these are brave people that are protesting like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so if that isn't something that's threatening this country and the rule of law, these Capitol Hill autonomous zones and the riots and the destruction happening all through the year of 2020. Uh, to say that that day we almost lost America, what it's a joke. I just think the eye, collective eye roll of this country has got to be massive, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And, and I have faith in the American people. You and I both have faith in the American people. There are yeah. a lot of people out there, common sense, fair-minded people. Do the Democrats actually believe that the American people would have stood up for an overthrow of the government by Donald Trump. It was not going to happen, Never. and the American people would not have stood for Absolutely. it. Yet these Democrats, this threat to democracy drives me insane. It Every does. time I hear somebody, and I would like to ask a Democrat someday, name me one threat. Where do you see the threat coming? I can name you one threat, Rod. What? Can I name one for you? Sure, please do, Here's a I'm poll. confused. Here's a poll. 66% of Democrats want Trump removed from the ballot. There's the threat right there. There's the yeah. threat to democracy. There's, there's the threat. I can't, I can't think of any way that, in, that interrupts a free and open election than taking the person that's polling further than, higher than anyone else in the Republican Party across this country from trying to artificially take them off the ballot, not by the people, but by by Democrat politicians yep. removing that candidate from the ballot so that the people don't have a chance to vote for that person, 66% of Democrats want that. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think you might want to stare at what yeah, democracy yeah. means and what you're trying to do to it when, you, when you're okay with a tactic like Where that. Where the real threat is. By the way, the Supreme Court will hear the arguments on that coming up on February 9th. That's going to be interesting to watch. All right, we've got a lot more to say. We have, we we have, we aren't done saying what we want to say today, are we? But got, we want to get to some wound phone up. calls. You're getting wound up a little bit. Some phone calls a little bit later on. That's coming up right here on Wingman Wednesday on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. All right, welcome back to uh, Wingman Wednesday, right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. You're there smiling at me. I am. What are you smiling at me for? I couldn't get the memo to E-Ray fast enough for the bumper music, but I got I got something I want right. to bring to the listeners. Uh, I, you're going to get after me, because you and E-Ray started getting after me on this as well. Well, you deserve it. Yeah, so, now. headline breaking news, folks. BYU professor to offer course on philosopher Taylor Swift. Now, I, other, I signed up for it, by the way. So right. knowing that you are one of the biggest Swifties I've ever met. I mean, you are just, you know, every song, you know, all I the words. Not, I, um, you are, you, you take your grandkids there because you want to indoctrinate them. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. 
Don't dance. Look at you. I, I Get, have, sit I, down. I, sit I, down. I, I Don't have never heard this. Oh my song. gosh! Why are you move? Don't move like that. You're not. You're too old to oh. dance like that. That's gross. <laughs> By the way, I am not doing any of that. <laughs> you you, oh, that you he gotta see his head. Right now. Did you know he can move his neck and his head without his body? <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, no, look I at can't him. do that. That's with you his whole body. See. I can't do anything so, anymore. So BYU professor thinks that that this is an actual straight faced college credit course. Yeah, yeah. A philosopher Taylor Swift. Now he got really into it because when he was just this, when this uh, professor uh, Ryan Davis was just seventeen years old, he was just he was he was yeah, like you, yeah. but he was seventeen. He yeah, was a Swifty. Yeah. Uh, now he thinks that uh, that she has just changed the world, and that. Uh, okay. So now, you know, in other news, my my report on the implosion of higher ed due to DEI and yeah, Taylor Swift yeah. is 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 pending. It's yeah, coming at yeah, any point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I got that whole thing written yeah. and ready to share with you yeah, too, yeah. but um. Just, I, I mean, the fact that they're doing a course on the philosophy of Taylor. Yeah, it's just not, it's not substantive. It's not the real. Swifty. Okay, and they actually the Democrats right. get her working in those campaigns. Ira showed me this. Now this, this you'll love this. This is from NFL, the okay. NFL Network. All right, okay. the NFL describing upcoming games this weekend. <laughs> all right, have you heard this? I mean, listen, I this is the NFL. Describing that yes. game between Kansas City and Miami. Dolphins okay. didn't lock wideouts up this year. 96 rating allowed to the position. That was 22nd. They gave up a 108.3 rate to tight ends. Seven touchdowns, only one pick. And now they take on Travis Swift. Kelsey, oh. second most yards for a tight end in 2023. Travis. Did you catch that? Travis Not Swift. Travis wow. Kelsey. Travis, Travis Swift. Swift. And then he says, Amazing. Kelsey. This is, see, you're, this influence of Taylor Swift is. Yeah. Rocked you. Yeah. Now, I heard that, that somebody was critical of Taylor Swift on and Yeah, we on heard her on the show this week. I and you are, her. and if you didn't fight tooth and nail to defend Taylor Swift, I you're a phony because you I, know you love I, her. I, I did not. All right, one other story. One, <laughs> one, one other thing we need to bring up, all right? This guy, who I know you like, and I like him a lot as well. Okay. He's in trouble. in England, right? Okay. They're going to focus on two 1960 movies. You only live twice and the best one ever, I think, Goldfinger. Yeah, I like I, I Goldfinger. I don't know that one. I know I know Goldfinger. You've never seen Goldfinger? No, oh, Goldfinger I've seen. I oh, see the other one I haven't. You only live twice. Well, apparently they are now going to put on disclaimers in front of them and say watching this movie may cause offense to you. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you know, who gets to trigger me for those that try to yeah. war- have trigger warnings? I get triggered by people that say you might be triggered. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't stand it. Well, the warnings are telling the audiences to expect, you ready for this, outdated themes and <laughs> racist stereotypes. My goodness. Yeah. Against James Bond. Two voices. Together to save Utah and the U.S. It's three compelling hours of analysis, debate, and laughter. Wingman Wednesday with Ron Arquette and Greg Hughes. Now on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Can you think right now of an easier way to win one thousand dollars? 
Then going to our website right now, typing in the keyword bonus, and you could win $1,000. I love it. And I, I mean... What is it? There's a name for it that I love. It's called even. the Inflation Compensation $1,000 yep. Cash Giveaway. So while the Biden administration is robbing, picking your pocket, yeah. you this can, program... We're going to help you out. We're gonna, we're, See, we're nice guys here. We got Other your back, you, folks. But we're nice guys here. <laughs> You go there, you win that thousand for me. I can't, I can't, I can't apply. They don't let yeah, me. Yeah, you, well, none so, of us can play. So you go get that inflation yeah. compensation from yeah. KNRS and yeah. iHeartMedia. Just go online, you'll see, and enter the, the the nationwide winning keyword right now is bonus. B-O-N-U-S. You hear that? So, write that down, write bonus. That down. That's the keyword. Do it, do it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> this is the story I mentioned. Yeah, I'm going to survive. This Typhoid, man, I am stuck with this super spreader in this studio here. It's can not, you cover I, your mouth when you do that, please? I do when oh I can. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This, you were this way, though, a week ago. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. I, I'm trying to cut back to a pack of uh, You know, I, I gave you Red Bull to defeat this. I don't even know how you're and still it, coughing. And, 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 and it hasn't helped. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, sorry to interrupt, but sorry that was interrupt. a... That was a scary moment just now, folks. You don't even see. I Want can't, me to do it again? I bar- There's so much spray in this room. I can't even see where you're at across oh, the studio. Wow. Wow. You're, you're laying it on <laughs> thick today. I tell you what, man. You are laying it on thick. All right. This is the story. I mentioned this story yesterday. It is not getting the attention, Greg, that it should be getting. Imagine this, that. This is, this is an amazing story as to what's going on in Georgia with you know Donald Trump and the RICO charges against him. And now you have a prosecutor. It's unbelievable as to what I, it, she's been up to. It is. Now, these are only allegations, but <laughs> yeah. come on, folks. I know. It's only allegations. It's a bo- They say a bombshell public filing. I would say a bombshell might be even an understatement if the facts here prove to be true. And they're not even hard to find. You can actually find out whether it's true or not. But yeah. we, have a, the, the we have a way to get to the yeah. bottom of this, the, right? The prosecutor in the case is, uh, her name is Fanny Willis, right? She is accused of having an improper relationship with the special attorney that she hired to prosecute this case against Donald Trump. I think there are 16 or 17 others, right? You know, they always hire people, so that's fine. But when it's your boyfriend, Uh 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 and you're paying him a cool mill to take you on vacations and take you to fancy restaurants and the Fulton County, they didn't even know about this. Did you know that's just COVID backlog money? That's what that's for? Her her boyfriend got all this money. Let's get to the bottom of the story right now. He is the senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation, Cully Stimson, who we've had on the show before. Always a great guest. Cully, this is turning out to be a rather interesting story. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> delicious. Uh, by the way, I put my mask on when you started. Oh, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Cully. Uh, yeah, thank yeah, you. Good thank for you. You're thank smart, you, Cully. I'm, I'm just, just pulling your leg. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's disturbing. It's a 38-page pretrial motion in limine by Michael Roman's lawyer. He's one of the many defendants in this large RICO case out of Fannie Willis's Fulton County DA's office. And here's the dealio. Uh, some some of these facts are absolutely provable, no problem. And a judge, and I was a judge for five years, as you know, could find this out very quickly. One is she didn't seek permission to even appoint him as a special prosecutor. Wow. That's either provable or not provable. And he's admitted he wasn't. Uh, he didn't. He didn't register as a special prosecutor. Secondly, she got money to high, handle the backlog of cases from COVID, but she redirected that money to pay him over $650,000. She didn't get permission from Fulton County to do that either. That's 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Maybe excusable, but here's where it gets dicey. This guy uh, had filed for a divorce. Uh, his last name's Wade. Um, and before the divorce filing was sealed, the person writing this motion... Because these proceeding, these paper, this paperwork is you can go to the clerk's office and read it. Looked at it and found out that uh, he has a relationship with Willis. Wow! Then all of a sudden he puts it, makes it uh, sealed, asks for it to be sealed, and um, she started a romantic relationship with him while he was married, and before she asked for him to be the special prosecutor. And then he becomes a special prosecutor, and then she pays him about a million dollars. And then, this is the worst part, uh, they've been seen going on swanky vacations together, like Napa and Florida, to cruise lines together, and they're hobnobbing out and around in town and shacking up at, at various locations according to the motion. So, okay, this has nothing to do with the underlying strength or weakness of the case against Trump. But what this does do is it calls into question whether or not this office and the special prosecutor shouldn't be recused. And then they kick that over to another county DA who could take a fresh look. That's the gravamen of what's going on here. Well, and I appreciate that because I was, that was going to be my question is, does that, does that change the veracity of the charges? Does that, how does that undermine the actual legal case against him if she's going to Napa Valley and Caribbean cruises with her boyfriend, um, who happens to be the special prosecutor she hired? But talk about, you've been, you've been a judge. So when you have a special prosecutor that is hired uh, for a case like this, is there a, Uh is there a best practice? that ensures integrity in this process and really making sure that whatever you're looking at, if charges are to be filed, you have a strong case. I mean, it can't be my boyfriend gets it and we get to go on vacation. So what would be the best practice to have a special prosecutor? Remember there's 2,300 elected DA offices around the country in the 3,143 counties. This is the biggest DA's office in the state of Georgia. One would think they would have prosecutors on staff who could handle a case like this. This yeah. guy has never prosecuted or defended a RICO case at all, which also is a red flag to me. But look, DA offices recuse themselves all the time for cases. Uh, even if there's the appearance of impropriety, they'll recuse it just so the case, the underlying case, can be tried by an office where there isn't the potential taint of something wrong. So, for example, I've been in a lot of DA offices in San Diego County, two counties in Maryland, in the U.S. Attorney's Office in D.C. as a prosecutor. So I've been around. And in all those offices, we recused ourselves on particular cases. Let's say I'm trying a case, and it turns out one of the victims is my best friend. Well, I would tell my boss. My boss would say, you know what? You shouldn't handle the case, and probably our office should step aside and hand it to the county next door, and they can handle it. That happens all the time. And all I, the time. I think the important question is, is that because you would be you would have no ability 
to uh, to to do your job, or is it an appearance and and just keeping arm's length from yeah, even the question yeah. of what, which is it? I mean, would yeah. you be able to do your job well, even so if you knew the person? It depends on the facts. I think I can. Yeah. But it's the question of whether an objective person watching the proceedings from the outside looking in could say, "Oh, you know, Stimson's propping up that witness because he's his best friend, or maybe he, you know, it's a girlfriend or something like that." And imagine you're the defense attorney, Madam Smith. Isn't it true that you and the prosecutor have been uh, hot and heavy for many years now, yeah. and you'll do anything for him to say the truth? No. And the jury's like, oh, right. Yeah. And so, you know, recusal's normal. That's a best practice. If you ask about best practice, so she shouldn't fight this at all. If any of this stuff is true, she should just say, yep, nope, I can't do this, and hand it to the next, and have the judge, typically a judge, the judge in this case, uh, good guy, uh, you know, his name's... Mm-hmm. Um, Scott McAfee, he could just tap the DA in the next county over and say, you guys, you got this case, you put a fresh set of eyes on it, wow. and you start from scratch. The likely, should happen. Yeah, Cully, the final question, the likelihood of that happening, do you see it happening? I mean, could this judge say that? Yep. The judge could say it. Do I think he will? I don't know. I think the prudent thing a judge should do is have a hearing, call witnesses, get documents, and see if there's any there there. And wow. if there is some there there, I think it's an easy call. All right. Cully, great great insights. Yes. Thanks for your information, man. We'll see how this all plays out. Thanks, Cully. Thank you. Hey, all thanks right. a lot. All right. That's Cully Stimson from the Heritage Foundation. This, it's just Now, the other thing, the other story that's coming out on this, Greg, is that, you know, her boyfriend, his name was, the last name was what, Wade? Wade. Met at the White House for eight hours one day. Now, yeah. what do you think they were talking about at the White House? Oh, I can. Yeah. Can you imagine I, 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 that? Look, here's, here's the thing, too. If, if there is such a thing as recusal mm-hmm. or appearance mm-hmm. of an, a, a conflict, if this doesn't hit the appearance of, and I, I think it's actually more than no, appearance. I think, I, think, yeah. I think when you're hiring a person that's ever done anything in the space yeah. that you're asking them to, to be a pro, special mm-hmm. prosecutor, it undermines the validity of all of it. It's your boyfriend. You're actually getting that money, that money you've paid him back in your sub for all the yeah. trips and whatever you're doing. So it's a real conflict, not even perceived. But if this doesn't even hit the mark of a perceived conflict, then I, I would love to know what would. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I can't imagine what would be a perceived conflict if that isn't it. So. That's for sure. All right. More coming up here on Wingman Wednesday in Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. We call it Wingman Wednesday. That's right. Three hours, once a week, where we solve all the problems in Utah, in the nation, and around the world. We You're are problem Maverick, solvers. And I am Goose. I got your back. I'm yeah. your wingman. Yeah, you are. Now, I don't know what you look. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know what you're doing out here, but today... I, we, we handle it okay. That's a target-rich environment, we, boy. We, we, we take them down. Yeah. We take them down. Yeah, we do. There's nothing left when we're, when yeah. we're done. You yeah. got all the talking points you need if you got crazy neighbors or friends that are leftists yeah. you got all the ammo you need after you listen to wingman wednesday do you like looking at new cars are you a car freak no yeah, really no, i don't like i hate it why because those salesmen they come up to you and they just harass what's going to take to get you in this car and then no, i look no, at the no. guy and i'm like you know the guy's trying to make a mortgage he's just like it's just it's just too high pr- i i, I it's, i'm uncomfortable by the whole thing see and i but i like going like an auto show i love going to auto shows i go to because there's no Motors. sales pitch there <laughs> I go. there's no sales pitch there you're awful well we <laughs> We have two tickets. Now, you won't use these tickets. You can't win them anyway, so I'm not worried about yeah. you. But we have we have four tickets to the Utah International Auto Expo. It's coming up this weekend. Matter of fact, this show 
not without you, by the way, yes. is going on the road on Friday. We're going to broadcast from there. Why you got to rub it in? I'm not going to be there. You say that with a smile. Well, because you don't want to go. Well, I don't. I, I do get uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know why. I get uncomfortable. It's like if I want it, I want to be able to buy it. If I can't have it, then it's almost then like you torture. Want to I like to look at them. Do they, do they harass you to buy it? No, they don't. There, there's no sales pitch at okay, these I auto like shows. Okay, I that part. So you better. just go look and you ask questions. And you don't want me to go? No, if I, with the attitude you just took, <laughs> absolutely not. All right, we Fine. have got we have got four tickets to give away right now. 888-570-8010. 888-570-8010. If you want to win four tickets to the International Auto Expo, if you've got a spare ticket, invite Greg. See if you go along. Uh, 888-570-8010 <laughs> to win those tickets right now. Caller number five. All right. You know, we, uh, we explained that we get together uh, on Wednesday, usually about 8, 8.30 in the morning. That's right. We go over a lot of stories as to what we want to talk about, you know, on the show that day. Right. Right? I have never heard you more passionate <laughs> about this issue than you were today. And we're yes. talking about the, apparently, California lawmakers are debating today. They may have even decided, I haven't seen the story come across yet, whether to ban tackle football for kids under age 12. It's disgusting. Now, why I was very passionate about it is I was in my home office. I have two trophies, Rod. I am a championship. I am a You're championship, a champion? championship caliber wow. assistant wow. coach, wow. water boy. My son, Junior, he's a championship football player in those magical years of 9, 10, 11, and 12. I, these, these were the golden years. These were magical years. And I, amongst hundreds of uh, parents, coached. Uh, we're assistant coaches. We're team moms or dads, and 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 we had banquets, and we had you know you had to have the when you go into the playoffs, you have a big meeting, and hundreds of coaches are showing up to get you know so the refs can go through all the rules yeah, and make yeah. sure. And you see how many people are committed to this, and then you look at these kids. They these kids take their helmet off. I got a monster of the midway nose tackle that will just eat you alive. You take his helmet off, he looks like he's ready to rock the 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 math uh, the. The math yeah, lab yeah, or the math yeah. the, uh, contest. I mean, yeah. he these kids don't look mean. They're not big. They're not. They're young, but they they got fight in them, and they it's love, just beautiful. They, they, they love it. They love it. Well, okay, the, the lawmaker in California who is sponsoring this legislation is basically saying that tackle football studies have shown causes brain damage, and the risk increases the longer people play football. These little people don't hit. No, they don't hit that hard, do they? <laughs> These kids. I mean, my kids play. What? They did. You know, first of all, they were lucky if they could see out of the helmet, right? Because the helmet never fit them. That's exactly right. That's what made it so much fun. But banning tackle football shouldn't that be a parent's choice? I told my son. I said, Holden, you're not big, but you're small. Or no, I said, you're not small. You're not big, but you're slow. Okay, yeah, so you, help you're, a lot. yeah, your 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 future. But boy, this kid had heart, and he got to play football at an age and at a time where, as he got older, he wasn't going to really get to play as he got older. And and there's no there's no head trauma. There's that. This is a great time for these young kids to learn, you know, how, competitiveness and and adversity and all of those things that come with it. And anybody that wants to ban this for these kids, they're just communists that don't want to see a young strong generation rise up. Because I'm going to tell you, we are. I said it before. This is the lone superpower in the world because of gremlin football. Well, let me tell you what. I had three sons who went through it. Right. Two of them played in high school. One was fortunate to play in college. Okay. Yeah. Football. But And he's coached since then. And I asked him one day, I said, what is it about football? He said, when you're coaching, he says, in football, you get knocked down and you have to get back up. That's right. And that's the way life is. You're going to get knocked down, but sooner or later, you got to pick yourself up. There's and a that's what yes. football teaches. There is a family story in our family about my son in one of these drills where he had a choice. And he could have either 
he, he got hit hard, and it was really a cheap yeah, shot. Yeah. And he re- he rebounded like a little champion. That's when I knew my kid was going to be all right. All right. Um, now, when we come back, we're going to take some calls on this tonight because there are a lot of people who get involved in Little League football. I yeah. love it. I think yes. it's fun to watch. Should it be banned? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a risky question for me because I love this audience so much. If they want to ban football, it's just going to break my heart. I don't I, I don't think I don't even want to ask this question. Really. Well, we're going to take their calls. Okay, I really care about this one. I know you do. 888, you're passionate I'm about I'm a championship it. assistant yes, coach water boy. You're a champion. You understand? I got yeah, my own trophy. Yeah. I got my own trophy. Yeah. Are you taking Saban's place? I should. Yeah. I really. I know enough to do it. I could take any of those people's places. I should be on the Steelers front yeah. office. All I right. could shape up that um, team. We got a lot of callers coming in who want those tickets to the Auto Expo. I think we got a winner. Yeah, and we do have a winner, so I just want to make you aware of that. But we're going to open up the phones now and talk about Little League football. Okay. That could be so fun. That's coming the up. The contest is yeah. a winner. Yeah. If you... If you yeah, t- yeah, I'm really nervous about this question. Really? Worse than any question we've asked. You think people are going to say ban it? In I this hope not. State? No, I believe that they're going to be on my on my side on this one, but it'll break my heart if they're not. All right. Let's break his heart. 888-570-8010. 888-570-8010. Give Wingman Wednesday a call right now. And Wednesday, here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Very appropriate music right now. We We's talking football. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. We're, we are talking football. Gold gridiron. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. I was thinking about it on a break. Actually, if California wants to get out, they're a bunch of commies anyway. They don't even get the sport. They, I, it's, 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 it's grit. You know, they're also leftists yeah. over there. And get this, my kid is on a team. They yeah. win. They win yeah. their championship yeah. of their respective age yeah. group and whatever. So the coach takes us to one of these invitationals in Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. We did that. My son okay. did that. Yep. So now we're playing the champions of other. Yeah. And this California team, they we have this rule called the X Man. If you're a certain weight, yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, line. you can't play. Yeah, well, or you have, have you have to get in a certain number of plays, but you can't play all the time. Yeah. So you're the, big. our thing was X Man can't be. They had to be on the line. Well, this California team we played did not have the X-Man rules. So they really? had kids that were like our, as oh, heavy wow. as our biggest linemen as our running backs, and they they whooped us. So yeah, let well. California, take, take California out of the, out of the mix. Yeah, I don't care. Let, let their assembly get rid of football. I've got a figure that will startle you about, about football in general around the country. I'll share that, but we want to get to some calls. Yes, let's do that. 888 We want to talk to you about banning tackle football. The state of California is considering anybody under 12 would not be allowed to play. Let's say you about this. Let's go to Will, who's been waiting very patiently on the Bangor Highway tonight. Will, how are you? Welcome to Wingman Wednesday. Hey, Rod. Thanks for taking my call. I used to play high school football, and the people I played with, I still am in contact to this day. The physical aspect of it is really what built a brotherhood. Um, I'm going to assign both you, Rod, and Greg homework tonight. You need to go home and watch Sarcastic Ball. It's a South Park episode, and it couldn't be more accurate to what California is doing right now. What awesome. is it, what, what is it, what is it called, Will? Sarcastic? sarcastic Ball. It's a South Park episode. South Park I'm, episode. I'm, I'm, I'm sarcastic watch. Ball. Sarcastic Ball. If you have HBO Max, it's free on there. You both need to watch it. South Park nailed it with this one. <laughs> wow. I will. I, I will. That. All right, Will. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate that call. Now, I wanted to share. We got another call. A couple other calls coming in. More half of the football players 
in this country who go on to college, mm-hmm. okay, go on to college, come from four states. Can you name them? I'd say Pennsylvania, Texas, California. Pennsylvania is one of them. You can't lie. No. California. California, Texas, Texas. Florida. Florida. Ohio. Ohio over Pennsylvania. More, uh, more than half the college football players in this country today come from those four Joe states. Joe Montana, Pittsburgh. Oh, good. Dan Marino, yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay. John yeah. Kelly. John Kelly. Yeah. Pe- Joe Namath. Pe- Joe Namath, well, Pittsburgh. Jonah. Okay? Yeah. I can go down the line. Yeah, Pittsburgh, there's a lot coming out of Pennsylvania, pal. Well, I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying <laughs> the highest percentage comes from the four states that I just named. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. All right, let's back, let's talk with Christian, who's in Riverton tonight here on Wingman Wednesday. Christian, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Good. How are you, Rod? We're oh, great. Thank you. Uh, I just want to say my kid's turning eight this year. And he's been playing flag football the past two years, and he is so excited to play tackle. Yes, Christian, um, you're going to love it. I don't want to take that away from him. I'm I'm excited for him. I mean, I played football in high school, and I think it's silly to not let kids do what they want to do and love. Well, Christian, was this his choice? Did he come to you and say, "Dad, I'm ready to play now. I want to play tackle football." Yes. He came to me. My wife's been a little bit more on the worried about him kind of side. And oh, what if he gets hurt? But he's he's like, no, Dad, I want to I want to come play. I want to I want to play tackle football. Wow. So we'll put him with the Riverton Silver Wolves next year. And Love it. He is so excited about it. Well, good for you, Christian. But I will break. I want. I'm, I'm going to break um, <laughs> Greg Hughes' heart. Um, I'm a Ravens fan. Oh no! Six, and they're going to the Super Bowl this year. Wow. Oh, wow. That does I'm very sorry, great. but Christian, they're you, going to the Super Bowl. This you year. had me at hello with your boy. going to play some tackle football, but Ravens, that's a terrible, that's a, that's not a good example. Wow, you gotta, wow. All right, Christian. Dirty birds. Ooh. Okay. They're, you <laughs> you got to admit, they're pretty good. Hey, they, the uh, all I know is Pittsburgh's beat them twice this year, so you oh, can call them anything you want. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good. Yeah, they Last are. game didn't count. Yes, it did. No, we, it didn't. Hey, we were mi- Steelers were missing as many starting You know what? We were missing people, too. Oh, we were missing starting players. Yeah. All right, more of your calls coming up. We're looking for your comment. The state of California actually thinking about banning. The, the listeners are coming football. through for me. They, under, I shouldn't even have doubted. I should have had no doubt. But, but it's good to hear. You're, that, you're worried that there'd be people out there saying we should do it here in the yeah, state. We should ban, I was nah, going to break my heart. Not, not our, not not our listeners. 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, more of your calls and comments coming up. You know, Greg and I, it, it, we've been talking about this earlier. We don't know what's taken so long, but they finally began impeachment hearings against Alejandro Mayorkas today. Ah, uh, yeah, it's about time. You know, it, it's about time. Kind of crazy. I don't know what you have to see uh, down there to know that you got yourself a serious yeah. crisis. Hey, let's let's go to the phones. We got let's call her yep. still talking, to our yep, question yep. about We're talking about tackle youth football, football. Yep. tackle football. Um, should it be banned or not? California, of course, is thinking about it. Uh, what say you? Let's go to Romney and and American Utah Fork. County Ameri- hey, and American Fork. Fork. Romney, welcome to the program, sir. Hi, thank you. Um, so I actually think um, you know if if California weren't so far gone, I'd care a little bit more. But <laughs> I think it's a good law. Really? Um, here here in the state of Utah, um, I'm a soccer referee. We don't allow children to head the head the fo- head the soccer ball. Um, until they're 12 years old. Yeah. Um, and so just along the same lines, you know, why are we, um, 
you know, I don't think I don't think we should allow kids to be doing that um, for their own protection. You know, we I think I think we're just being maybe a little dishonest when we say we should, you know, ban transgender surgeries and assignments for the children's protection. I think to go along with that, we should also ban tackle football because of you know concussion protocol. So Rom- wait, wait, Romney, are, are you comparing transgender surgery to football? Um, just a concussion, not football. In the con- all the football, everything that happens with the tackle football leads to that. If you if you were if they were playing soccer and they had those football helmets on, you'd let them head the ball. I, my question is because they're so so light and they have they do have the padding and they have the helmets on. Um, they're not they're not missiles like they get when they're older and they hit puberty. Do you you, you think it's the same as a heading of a, a, a a soccer ball if they have the helmets and the pads on and they're nine or ten? Oh. Uh, no, I'm not quite sure what you're trying to ma- say there, Greg. Um, no, because the, there's no equivalency. There's the the data is out there that shows that um, the concussions happen a ton, even with the padding, even with all this protection. Um, concussions. Concussions and injuries happen, and I mean we see that all the time, just on the football field. All these I, injuries that happen, even, Rami, even among the young kids. Yeah, I was who say, like Rami, eight, I've seen it with 10. older. I've seen it with the older kids, I but I don't that, know yeah. about the young ones. If we've seen the concussions is being rampant among young. Do they really hit that hard, Romney? Do you think they do? Not, not, not with children. Not really. But I'm saying the small, li- the small little hit uh, do add up. Over time, okay. That's what I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Don't know if I agree with him on that, but <laughs> I, I understand what the he's Rami's saying. Got a voice, Rami, got, you know. That's what this show is all about to let people get there. I didn't realize they don't allow kids to uh, head the soccer ball. I didn't know that either. I didn't. Know. But, I, but, I have two grandchildren look, man, that play. They play. love soccer. He didn't get my my question, but 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 I could see why you kick a ball pretty hard. Okay, and you have these kids that head the ball. I think there's no equivalent to that when they have a football helmet on and they with when they're that age and they're that weight that yeah. there's nothing like it. I don't think it's the same. So, yeah, well, but I'm with you. I mean, does an eight or nine year old or even a ten year old really hit somebody something that hard? Maybe nope. maybe they do. I you you uh, you've been and I've had peer children. look peer to peer. The nine year old thinks that other nine year old hits pretty hard. You and me watching that game. Yeah. These are these are not these these are not you know slobber knocker tackles. Yeah, okay, they're yeah. just not. They're good for their age, and it's good. It's fun to see them get into it, but it's it's not the same intensity. Yeah. It's not um, you know we I did it for a number of years. We didn't have concussions, yeah. but you know, look, do you twist an ankle? Do you, do you when you move around? Do you get hit in the side? Do you get the wind knocked out of you? Of course, those things happen. But I don't know. I I think it's a beautiful sport. I think it happens, but. Romney, the soccer referee, yeah. he has he's entitled yep, to his yep, opinion. He, he, well, he's, and here's he can, the thing. I go back to it's a parent's decision. If a parent doesn't want their child to play yeah. tackle football, then don't let them play tackle football. But don't <laughs> like make the state ban it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I yeah. I just let Cal you know, he actually said this to me in California so far gone. You know, let if it's and if your stats right, they're all coming out of California. Just a lot of them are. Okay, you don't get to play football yeah. anymore, California. Yeah. Good luck to you. All right, let's go to uh, Orem, uh, and we'll talk with Kevin tonight here on Wingman Wednesday. Kevin, how are you? Welcome to Wingman Wednesday. What say you? Hey, thank you. Hi, Rod. Um, this, yeah, I mean, I think there are some inherent risks that you guys are minimizing with tackle football. I was one of these tackle football dads. Um, my kids are all out of school now. 
Um, but it's kind of crazy to see the amount of injuries to some of these young kids. You were just talking about 10, 11-year-olds, and it happens. I mean, I had lots of kids I coached, actually, and we had broken arms, and we had you know, concussions, and we had other issues, and they do hit each other. And that's the concern is that, you know, that late, later on when they become, you know, when they're young, in their early 20s, they, they actually feel the repercussions of it. And, and it kind of ruins some, for some of these kids who get injured early on, it ruins their likability of sports long term. So, so, Kevin, would you agree in banning it for kids under 12? I, I, I don't think a ban is a good idea, but I think, you know, you guys talked about X-Men and whatnot earlier. Sure. Yep. Um, and some of, the, some of the tournaments, and we, we always implemented that, and I think there just needs to be closer, I, I don't know, I think maybe there should be certain other rules about certain types of tackles that, aren't, that shouldn't happen under the age of 12, because uh, there's no doubt that uh, in our league, we taught the kids to tackle. Um, the X-Men had to only, you know, play, mm-hmm. play so many yeah. minutes. Yeah. They, they were taught to hit, they were taught to hit, and they were taught to hit hard. Yeah. Oh no, they do. They do for their age. I I just think if you were going to tell, if you had a young man that was going to play tackle football, um, between the ages of nine and twelve, I would say that your chances of a serious injury or, con- or or repeated concussions is far less than when you're older. So when these kids get heavier, bigger, they're in puberty. They're I I think that those risks that you're describing are worse. But there's a lot of kids that are not going to get to play at that age when yeah, it gets that yeah. more competitive. But you yeah, know, it's more of sure. an open opportunity that's for kids for sure. to play yeah. when they're younger. And yeah. so I don't think that the that the injuries or the, even the the risk of, of concussion is the same for a nine and ten year old, eleven year old as they are when you're in high school. Yeah. And if you're not banning it in high school for purposes of safety, then why would you for the nine to ten year old? All right, hour number three, Wingman Wednesday coming up. Where we'll talk about Alejandro Mayorkas, one of our favorite cabinet officials. That's uh, coming up. That's coming up. Stay with us. Together to save Utah and the U.S., it's three compelling hours of analysis, debate, and laughter. Wingman Wednesday with Ron Arquette and Greg Hughes. Now on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. The uh, Wingman Wednesday. Wait, you give me the, one of these looks. What are you looking at me like that? I was think I was lost in my thoughts. I won't even stay on the. I was thinking of something. And I that, just it was it was a bit edgy. I, no, something I don't want to say on the. I, I didn't think you had thoughts. But that'd be a. First. <laughs> I do, sir. Yes, that'd, I be, do. that'd be a first. Um, all right, let's talk about immigration, shall we? Let's. Would you Would you like to that? This is Start an interesting story. Before we get to our next guest. Um, there's a story, I think it was in the Daily Wire today, tens of thousands of Chinese nationals have been stopped by law enforcement at the crossing of the southern border with Mexico. Chinese trying to get into this country illegally. Wow. Let me tell you why that boils my blood. Somehow, Congress passed this defense bill or this, you know, to pay the military and everything else that allowed FISA warrants to continue that are with warrantless surveillance of American citizens under the banner of national security. And they did this to American citizens without warrants that they can surveil when they leave, let borders with Chinese, like enemies of our state walking straight across at will. 
you cannot you cannot even begin to tell me that you need the ability to surveil yeah. American citizens without a warrant because of national security if you don't have any amount of any level of importance to secure that border. There's no urgency. Yeah. There's no priority. It is it, it's a contradiction, and I'm not stupid. And so when I hear this, it just ah. I, Anyone I, who voted for that stupid bill and letting FISA keep going, yeah, uh, well, they got a lot of explaining to do. The other story on immigration, this is the big one today, and it's getting a lot of coverage. In New York, they closed a high school in New York. It's James Madison High School. Closed in Brooklyn. <laughs> I saw this. Sent the kids home so they could do digital learning so they could use the school to house illegal immigrants. It's not sustainable, Rod. It's not sustainable. What they are doing is not sustainable in this country. And they, they don't change course. This is the part. Uh, it's going to be my theme this for Wingman Wednesday. Why are they not pivoting to something that is not attacking and harming the American people? Why do they not? What am I missing? What is going on here? Yeah, something's cooking. Everything about campaigns and elections say you pivot to the people. That's what a, that's what a Democratic Republic does. They are not. Yeah. They are brazen about it. Something's up. So you think something's up? Uh huh. Yep. I think that by hooker political crook, bone in your body is telling you something's going if on. You can't see these poll numbers aren't lying. What you're you're sending kids home from school so you can use this because there's illegal immigration so full and so crowded. They're using the facilities and you're not changing your policy and you're not because and you got an election coming up. Yeah. You must not care how people vote. Yeah. You must care who's counting yeah. those yeah. votes. Maybe so. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but that or they're just totally insane and we're being run by. You know, an insane asylum. Yeah. Maybe that's the case, Which too. Which we are. Which we are. All right. Well, uh, this this been a long time in coming. But the House today finally began impeachment hearings against the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. Out. Long time in yes. coming. Here we long go. Long time in coming. Well, joining us on our Newsmaker line to talk more about this right now is Hugh Fike. Hugh is the Government Relations Director at the Conservative Partnership Institute. Hugh, thanks for joining us tonight. Give us an update as to what happened in Congress today when it comes to Secretary Mayorkas. Well, you start, You saw the start of um, what, uh, what is going to be a pretty uh, thorough and long investigation. So, um, you know, today is the kind of the start of the process, uh, you know, rolling out a number of hearings um, and then they'll get uh, get further into the meat of the substance. And then um, I, I'm still waiting to see if uh, if if uh, the secretary has accepted the, you know, their hearing date. Um, and so we're waiting to see, um, you know, kind of how that unfolds. But today is really the start of a long process that's kind of played out over the last year. And so, um, you know, the House of Representatives is going to, uh, you know, eventually face the question of whether or not. Um, you know, Secretary Morgan should be impeached, and that's uh, starting in the uh, House Homeland Committee today. So one of the uh, one of the quotes that I'm reading it, it is from the Democrats, the leading Democrat on the committee. It just says, you know, you can't. It says you can't impeach a cabinet secretary because you don't like the president's policies. That's not what impeachment's for. It's not what the Constitution says. Uh, is this all about just not liking the policies of a president? Not at all. This is about <laughs> dereliction of duty. And, um, you know, as the House of Representatives has seen it and, um, you know, how the House Homeland Committee views it is that this is squarely in their jurisdiction of, of oversight provided in the Constitution, that if there's someone that's uh, gravely, um, you know, misusing or abusing the, the role that they're, they've been given by the American people, ultimately by the president, um, that there are accountability measures. And that's uh, something that's going to kick off in the House. Um, and, you know, it, it's not about just disliking the president. Uh, it's about fulfilling you know, properly the role that you're, that you are given. Hugh, are we looking at a long process here? 
It'll probably be fairly long. You know, this last year, basically, the Homeland Security Committee has been thoroughly investigating and working through the particulars, you know, with a very slim majority in the House of Representatives. They're having to make sure that they leave no stone unturned and that they're really diving in to the details to, to, to convince members that this is the right path to go down. So I don't expect this, based on the last year, to be a, a very hastily process. Um, it seems like, the, you know, Congressman uh, Mark Green, who's the chairman of the House Homeland Committee, really wants to be thorough in, in the you know, expo- expose and what they're working on. So I, I don't think this will drag on for very long. But I, I just suspect probably over the next three weeks, um, you know, but I think at that point they'll probably move the question and decide whether or not this is the road they're going to go down. You know, I, I think the, the contrast where you see the uh, Biden administration trying to interrupt Texas's ability to with the with the razor wire to try and stop this flow that the that the Border Patrol and the Biden administration and Mayorkas specifically have not given any thought to. Uh, so they're very energetic in that uh, that effort. But then when you see what's happening on the border, if that is not a violation of one's office, um, I'd like to see what would be on that border because of how bad it is. But here's here's my question. It's been said that even oh, and this actually makes me happy if this is true, that uh, Obama, former President Obama, is has been to the White House and specifically on the issue of the border saying we are in trouble if you do not get get control of this border. Let's imagine for a second that that's true. Uh, does that does that give uh, does that give us any kind of it must mean that the people are, are are reacting to this in a very negative way. What are the chances that we'll have the public on our side uh, as they go through this and show that Mayorkas has is has had a, is it's a dereliction of duty and he has failed his oath to the Constitution and protecting our border? Will we have the public on our side? Well, yeah, I don't think you need to look any further than a recent CBS poll that said. Over 70% of respondents disapproved of the handling of the situation. You've got multiple known terror watch list participants coming across the border. You have thousands of uh, Chinese nationals that are coming across the border, where in April of last year, the White House unilaterally decided they were going to lax the vetting process for allowing those folks into the country. Um, you know, you have millions of people coming across the border. You have um, hundreds of thousands of people in, in single days. You're setting record, all-time records, and these aren't good records, by the way. And, you know, you, so you have this, the, this situation where you have millions of people coming across, and people are seeing the effects. I mean, they're having to shut down a high school in order to house yeah. illegal immigrants in the high school. Like, this is not just a, an esoteric thing that's happening, you know, on a border thousands of miles away. No, this is in your neighborhood. This is your high school. Now your student, your son, your daughter are having to do home, the school from home. Because they're no longer to go into, allowed to go into their high school because it's uh, housing illegal immigrants. So I don't think this is about whether or not the, the public is on, uh, on the side of this. I think it's about whether or not there's the courage to continue forward and press this issue and make it a real issue for the American people to contend with. Hugh Mayorkas has reportedly testified before Congress, uh, I think, 27 times since taking the job. Uh, his testimony before a committee trying to impeach him, how different would that testimony be, do you think, Hugh? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
I I feel like he would probably um, bring this you know bring a level of, of defense of his of, of his you know job so far, but that's kind of what it's been like in the last uh, number yeah, of hearings yeah, you know, yeah. in front of the Judiciary Committee and Homeland and in the Senate. I think that he would probably need to make the case, but you know once you kind of start heading down this road, you know the die is cast, and I think a lot of times that you're having to stand up and answer for your questions. So. I don't know that it'd be all that different other than probably, um, you know, bring, bring maybe a little bit more um, answers to the questions that the members have uh, they're asking them. Process-wise, we saw President uh, Trump impeached twice uh, in the House. Uh, do, you see a, do you see a process that would mirror that? Is it, does it change? And if it does, are Republicans doing it differently uh, than the way that the Democrats saw it, uh, did impeach uh, President Trump in the House? What's that process look like just by way of – you know, interviews and, and, and having attorneys around you and all of those things. Well, one was theater and this one's substance. Good point. From the basics, um, there, there's been a basically, you know, and some people have complained that this has taken too long and, you know, should have happened much earlier. And, you know, I, I'm very sympathetic to that. I think over the last year, you know, they try to process this and work through it and, you know, um, you know, jurisdiction on this issue has typically been in the judiciary committee, but because, um, you know, that was waived and um, House Homeland has jurisdiction over DHS and Mayorkas. This is now um, in their bucket. So they're going to work through it. Um, and, and this, to my, to best of my assumption and my friends on the committee have told me this is not going to be theater. This is going to be very fact-based, very heavy. Um, you know, it, it, they're going to have witnesses who have been affected by illegal immigration. They're going to be, they're going to have, um, you know, the state attorney generals and people show up that are, you know, very well versed on this topic. So, in terms of you know moving forward, this is it, it might it might take a little bit longer, um, but I but I think that that's um, you know well designed to try to make sure that you know like I said, given the narrow ma- majority, there aren't a, a whole lot of um, you know defectors uh, for what they would be, they would consider defecting on on this important question. Well, it's a very important question, Hugh, and uh, we appreciate your time, Hugh Fike. He's government relations director at the Conservative Partnership Institute, talking about the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. And this guy, you know, you watch him in these hearings and you watch him in these news conferences, Greg Mayorkas, he's on another planet. He is. And I, his his excuses are, I mean, we've raised kids. We would never accept these excuses from our children the way he tries to justify his conduct and his decision making. It's It's unacceptable. This country is at absolute risk, a clear and present danger with the amount of people that are being, that are illegally crossing that we have no idea about mm-hmm. crossing into this country. It is, it is hitting now. It is so massive that if you're in New York City and you're the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, and you're screaming at the Biden administration now, you used to scream at the border, you know, the Republican governors, but it's beyond that yeah, now. Yeah. You're now after the Biden administration. That's how many people. These people are in all of our states. These pe- the people that shouldn't be. That, and how sad for those that actually follow the law. And it's not easy to legally immigrate to this country. And it's too hard. I think they, I agree they, with they, you. It, it I, need to be it needs to be modernized. It does. And the and process I, sped up in I've my always opinion. said have a have a wall but have a wide gate in terms yeah, of how yeah, you can yeah. get in and out and, and and but this this is a disaster and I do think he needs to be held accountable. And Speaker um Johnson, he's very I like how methodical he's being about this so that they can be a lot th- more thorough than the as was said in yeah, our interview yeah. with the Trump administration. Yeah. Well, and Mike Trump Lee, impeachment. Yeah, yeah. We we had uh, Mike on yesterday. Mike says, you know what's so frustrating, Rod? All the policies and all the rules and regulations are already in place. We don't need any new regulations. <laughs> yeah. The administration just needs to use what they have. Donald Trump used it. 
Yep. Why isn't Joe Biden using it? What's that the morale easy? like for yeah. Border oh, Patrol? They must, awesome. they must be gotta going be out of their awesome. minds. All right, more of Wingman Wednesday coming up right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. All right, welcome back. Wingman Wednesday here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. Rodder Kett along with... Citizen Greg Hughes. Boy, this day is so Fast. Yeah, it has. I mean, it's just yeah. usual. It is just absolutely amazing what's going on today. All right, a uh, lot to get to today still, but we, you and I were talking about this article. You know, I kind of like the title of it. Where have all the cowboys gone? Yes, you. in our pre-production show this morning, you pointed out this article, and I, I didn't give it its fair credit. This is a brilliant uh, piece. Brilliant. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Written by, uh, it's in PJ Media. Written by, what's his name? Kevin Downey Jr., I believe, right? This guy's hilarious. Yeah, and, and but again, he talks about what has happened in this country. I And what I and we, I love that he uses, he's very serious, it's a serious piece, but he uses humor, or sarcasm rather, to, to say, hey folks, it's time to wake up. Like, you need to get a cup of wake, wake, wake stuff yeah, up yeah, yeah, coffee, yeah, because yeah. there's a lot going on. And I'm telling you, I said this, every bullet point he pushed he points out in this article we could have a whole segment on each one of them unpunished rioters burning and looting as well as attacking police throughout the year 2020 the tyrannical response to a virus that we now know didn't come from bat salad yeah okay i love that bat uh, salad a dubious presidential election biden intentionally gutting our nation by allowing as our last guest pointed out illegal immigration immigrants to pour over the border this is the one that shocks me acceptance of anti-semitism it, it, it is being accepted to such a, 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 a surreal degree. Um, America's first crime family taking mad stacks of cash from enemies and not getting punished. And then you got Hunter in there yeah. walking around Congress like he owns it. Yeah, He yeah, might. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, you got the persecution of, of the main political rival of these Democrats, Trump, uh, by the deep state. And then people fighting for the right of kids to pay doctors to carve up their private parts. Yeah. I mean, these these are real issues. These this all that I just said has happened and is happening in this country. And so then after that, after that little assessment, I said, didn't we used to have men that took care of people who got so wildly out of line? Like, where are the cowboys? Where are the people? Where's our? Where are those that are that are actually out there fighting back on this stuff? These aren't small items I just rattled off. And where are they? I wonder where they are, Greg. I mean, do you realize? Well, let me let, let yeah. give you a quick. Let me answer, yeah. I'll answer my own question. Okay. If you stand up against what is going on right now, yep. Okay. All the and you say, wait a minute, this is not the American way, right? You are going to be shredded by the media, and that's I, I think that's one of the reasons people don't stand up. Well, I got to tell Would you, you this. agree or disagree? I agree with you. You're, I going, agree you're with going to be ripped apart. They will tear your family apart. They attack. They attack. They attack, and they do not let up. And look, and I'll tell you, that's why your program is so important. I think you're one of these cowboys, truly. Really? I, I was not planning on giving you this compliment as well, we started nice this segment. But I, as I look as at this. As much crap as you give me I know. Today. you wow. are Your show, it's a local show. The, there's a, a lot of very show. popular, yep. Yep. nationally syndicated yep. shows that the KNRS uh, broadcast. Mm-hmm. This is the show from Utah, by Utahns, that, that really does connect the dots here locally. You are that cowboy, the Rod Arquette show. That you are, you are that. You have to stand up. And and I'm telling you, you have a you have a unique. I've seen the ratings. You have a unique audience in terms of you. You are the largest and drive time at home. And if not for you, 
Show me another show. Show me somewhere yeah, else yeah. in Utah where we're getting the truth, where these things that have just been talked about. You've, you've mentioned all these. You have. Yeah, we, we, we've talked about all of these. Every and, one of these. And, and you're just saying, you know, I, I love the, the headline on that story. Where have all the cowboys gone? Where are they today? Uh, and, I, and this is how scary it is for me, okay? In prison, and I haven't been to prison, but I watch a lot of movies, and I hear this is true. If you've molested a child and you find well, yourself in a correctional luck. facility, yeah, you're in trouble. You're yeah, going to get luck. You're going to get it, yeah. okay? Because even amongst the criminals, you don't hurt children. We live in a society now where you're, you, you suffer from a moral failing if you're not prepared to let a child be uh, castrated chemically or, or physically. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's unreal. Yeah, it's unreal yeah, to me yeah. that that's the society we live yeah. in right now. I want to play this soundbite. Now, this was in that article. But this, this I meant to bring this up earlier, and I didn't get it into the system, but I can play it right now. Poland is the safest country in Europe. Do you believe that? Because it has zero tolerance policy about illegal immigration and built a wall. Listen Hmm. to the president of Poland as he describes what they've done in that country. What we're saying is send them back. Okay. Simple as that. Uh, Poland is the only country in European Union which we haven't had even one terrorist attack. We don't have stabbings. We don't have uh, rapes. We don't have all these really dangerous behaviors from migrants, illegal migrants. So our policy is very straight, zero tolerance. We built a beautiful wall on our, uh, on our border with Belarus, and there's no way anyone would enter Poland. When you see the data from Eurostat, not ours, from European Union, Poland is the safest country in Europe. Poland is the safest country in Europe because why? Zero tolerance, Greg. And how many people know that? I Actually, that was, I hate to say it, news I, to me. Yeah, I, I heard that today and went, wow, I didn't realize that. But they, they're saying, look it, we do not allow things to happen in our country the way they do in this country. Zero tolerance. And and, and the sad part is you want to talk about best practices. That's, that's, a, pretty, that's yeah. a pretty compelling case to be made. And... We don't know anything about it. Even yeah. even those of us that read and, and follow media that's non-traditional, not the regime media, you don't see those success stories like that. No, you sure don't. All right, more coming up on Wingman Wednesday right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Final half hour of the uh, Wingman Wednesday right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Rod Arquette along with... Citizen Greg Hughes. Now, this... Yeah, you were... I want to play this. Uh, Older listeners to this radio show will know who this is right away. And I'm talking about Paul Harvey. Yes. You know, Paul Harvey, one of the legends of radio. I put him with Rush Limbaugh. Yes. And I think they both share... The stature they deserve when it comes to radio, in he my is, opinion, he is the Norman. If you know Norman Rockwell and those oh, yeah, brilliant, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, 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 paintings, and uh, he's done. This. Paul Harvey is to words what Nor- to me what Norman Rockwell to is to it. paintings. Great way to put it. I, I really feel is. that's him. My mother. I remember growing up. My mother would have a radio in the kitchen. Yeah, and every morning she would make sure she would catch Paul Harvey news, and then at noon he would do a fifteen-minute newscast. Wow. And and they, they they people would care, and then of course at night the rest of the story. The rest of the story, and and folks, if you never listened to, and he was doing this when I was in my twenty, I don't know when yeah. he stopped, but yeah. I I remember these live on, daily, 
he'd tell this wonderful story and then it and then he would you would learn about someone you didn't know and then he would tell you at the end yeah who that person was and what that the rest of that story is and it was just the way he even framed it was yeah. so compelling well he told i heard this i don't know why i heard this the other day one of those rest of the stories yes where he's talking about a, a young actor okay yeah. wanted to be yeah. an actor and he had just landed a job but there was an actor strike he was out of work he didn't have a place to stay right so he went to this woman and he said uh i need a place to stay and she says well i can't fix up this large house that i live right next to i own it it's mine you know but i can't afford it he said if i fix it up if i take care of all the issues okay in this house can i live there it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, huh. and she said, certainly you can. So he went about and he started fixing up this house, made it a beautiful home, and then the strike ended and he went back to work. Guess who that was? Who? Tom Selleck. You're kidding. Tom See, Selleck. No, that's a great, I mean, see, those and are that's great stories. The way you describe that is the way he would tell those stories. Yeah. You would learn about this person. You'd see that they were on a straight. You'd learn all those details, and then it'd be someone you're like, aha. Yeah. You just have these aha moments yeah, with him. Yeah. Well, there's one that's been circulating on social media for quite some time now. I heard Glenn play it the other day, and I've been wanting to play it as well. But if you've never heard this, this is Paul Harvey. He wrote, this is one of his opinion pieces one time, and he wrote about, remember the famous one of the of a football uh, that they use, so God made a farter, farmer. Remember yes. that? Yep. That's great. This is right along line. This was 1965. How many years are we looking at? 50? More than that. More than 50 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's, it's 60 years ago. He wrote this, and it called, If I Were the Devil. If I Were the Devil. If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, 
I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Is that powerful or what? And uh, that's 1965 is and, when and he wrote it's that. It's interesting because the, those circumstances he's describing, um, you might have seen uh, signals that they, that might be coming our way, but it wasn't, It the, there was a moral majority. There yeah. was a, there was a, you know, we were the, if there was a, a counter culture, it wasn't the good, it was the uh, bad. Yeah. But he just described everything, everything the world looks like today yeah. uh, through and through. And he did that in 1965. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, amazing. Now, the one thing that I think can counter what he says, if I were the devil, I think it is the faith of the American people in a higher being. And as long as there are people in this, in this great country and in this state who believe in that, yeah. I think we'll be able to counter the devil. In evil, I, I, I on I, there is. I believe in providence, and I think every one of these well laid out plans they get foiled in the craziest yep, ways. If you yep. re, if you look at our American history and you look at some of the moments where this young country was able to persevere, sometimes it's 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 weather mo- yep, weather yep, mo- weather moments. Yep, there yep. have been true miracles that have kept this country yep. uh, right, and I I just think that we're going to be needing that kind of yeah. help because I I do think that the the enemies they're not at the gate they're past it yeah. and uh, we're we're they're in tough times us. but they're I do I do believe that there's a there's a reason why this country is where it is and and I think the faithful will persevere yeah. I'm not a fatalist man I'm not sitting on a Titanic no, rearranging no, chairs no, that's not no, why I no. I sit we're with out you there on fighting. Wednesdays every day no way all right we're more in. coming up final thoughts on Wingman Wednesday. All right, final few minutes of uh, Wingman Wednesday right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. We should mention, Greg, we will be up at the state capitol next Wednesday. Yep, it's going to be like the first day of school, second day of school. Second day all of school. All the now, brand new shoes you can smell. Yeah, and it's all brand yeah. Everybody's first day. They're all wearing day, their nice day. new shirts and yep. ties and suits. And we, we we've we've got a capital. new house speaker. We have a new house speaker and speaker Mike Schultz. Yep, and yep. Uh, we're going to have some good guests. We're going to hear what, what the session's going to look like. What they everybody unveiled feels this like. big plan today. What do you think of this plan? What, it's a fancy thing. Yeah, it's, wow. well, yeah, they, 
they stepped up their game since I was there. They got a lot of graphics, a lot of it, it all looks great. But it, there's some really good substance there. My favorite thing that's coming out of the House majority right now, and we'll talk about it next week, is uh, their energy policy. They put out some important statistics for Utahns to, to hear, and that is your electricity, your natural gas. We are the lowest in the nation in terms of these costs, and that's yeah, there is yeah. so much benefit to all of that. You've got this Biden administration and federal bureaucracy that wants to shut down every coal-fired power plant for electric, generating electricity in the next nine years, and it takes 20 years wow. of federal bureaucracy to get something new started, of which we're not doing. Yeah. What do they think in, in the 11 years in the state of Utah yeah. we would do? The House is on top of this. I'm sure the Senate is as well. They're coming up with an energy plan that's going to really push back on this administration. And that might sound boring, but man, for a guy like me, I love to see... Uh, where they're going with this. Well, what I don't understand, our energy problems in this country would be solved if we'd be willing to develop nuclear power. Yes. I mean, they use it. I mean, we were in Europe years ago. Yeah. France. And we we drove by two nuclear power plants. France runs on nuclear power. You know, we have why, a small, why can't we do that in this we country? Can. I There's do a small not one get at it. the U. They have a small yep. reactor at yep. the U. We can do it. We have the water. People don't know, you know, we talk about water and it's a desert. There's aquifers in places like Kane County that yeah. have water. There's yeah. so much water. Yeah. Um, we can do this. Uh, 65% of Utahns approve of using new clean nuclear, nuclear energy. Nuclear energy. Yes. And we don't, don't we have the cleanest coal? Some of the cleanest coal in this state? It is the highest BTU. It's the hottest burning, lowest carbon emitting coal. Better than even West Virginia. West Virginia likes to brag yeah. about that. Yeah. You can't take that away from us. Yeah. You can't. This yeah. federal government cannot take away that for us to be able to generate uh, reasonable yeah. and reasonably priced electricity. Well, I had a story yesterday talking to a gentleman telling the story about Gillette, Wyoming. Now, Gillette, Wyoming, Greg, as you probably know, is a coal town. Yes. A lot of coal coming out of there. The administration is trying to kill it. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So the the city leaders there recognize this. So they are now applying for grants under Climate change Joe's policies to help the country, help that community deal with it. They can't get the grants. Do you know why? Why? Too many white people in Gillette. Oh, there you go. That's it. There you go. It's all race-based. If you aren't providing service to an underserved community, and they don't have one, so to speak, in Gillette, Wyoming, <laughs> you, do not, do? you do not get the money, Greg. What are they supposed to do? We are literally down, Rod, to the point where we got to keep the lights on. Yeah. I mean, we're down to that. We're down to we have to be able to keep the lights on in this state. And I'm proud of a legislature that's saying, you know what? We got states' rights. Look, if if, if if Colorado can say a Schedule One narcotic marijuana, we by way of a state where referendum are going to yeah. deign that it is now legal yeah. by states' rights and we're going to ignore the federal law, then we, for purposes of power, energy, electricity, we're natural gas, we're going to ignore it. And, and that's, if that's, Colorado can do it for marijuana, we can sure well do it for energy. And isn't that Stephen Standle's bill? That he's introduced? Yes. We're, we're basically Scott telling the federal Sandal. government. Huh? Scott Sandal. Scott I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. He's, tell, he, he's telling them, take a hike. We're not going to play this game anymore. I've seen this happen before on smaller scales, but but when you push back and you and you bring the issue front and center, we, yeah. we can prevail here in Utah. Yeah. I promise you we can. Yeah. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Next you. week up at the state capitol. Oh, I love going up there with it's you. It's going to be a barn burner. Everybody knows you. They love you. They respect uh, you. I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> You know, and I got some friends kinda, up there still. Yeah, they, they yeah. remember me. They all come it's by, good. and st they still call you Mister Speaker. Hey, yeah, you know which what? Is it's kind of nice. I, it's a, it's a great group. I love them. I love yeah. my I love my friends up there. We will be up there at the state house. We'll be in the house side of offices yeah. too, where I love. You don't it. You like know, going over the center. That's the old and the slow. Um, I think they got a gas leak over there. The old and slow. Yeah. All right, head up, shoulders back. May God bless you and your family. Thanks for being with us tonight. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.